The Treasurer Jim Chalmers is under growing pressure to retain a never-used power to overrule policy decisions made by the Independent Reserve Bank. The removal of the Treasurer's veto that could even override interest rate decisions is a key recommendation in the overhaul of the RBA, which is yet to be legislated. Let's get more on this now. We're joined by the ABC Senior Business Correspondent Peter Ryan. Peter, good morning to you. What are the chances of Jim Chalmers you know, backing down on removing the RBA veto, given that chorus of opposition that seems to be growing. Well, good morning, Tom. No sign of that yet. Given that Dr Chalmers has already accepted every recommendation of last year's review into the Reserve Bank, including removing that controversial provision in the current 1959 Reserve Bank Act that actually allows the Treasurer of the day to overrule a monetary policy decision in extremely rare circumstances. And as we've said, this power has never been used. Now, in a statement, Dr Chalmers says he wants to reinforce the RBA's independence, but will, quote, carefully consider calls for him to rethink removing the veto and respond in due course. And this really can't be ignored when you have a former RBA governor, Dr Bernie Fraser, saying that the veto is what he calls an important safety valve that bolsters the RBA's independence. Similar comments and concerns from another former RBA boss, Ian McFarlane, and the former Treasurer, Peter Costello, who established the independence of the Reserve Bank back in 1996, um, along with John Howard as Prime Minister, basically saying, if it's not broken, why fix it? Now, Richard Dennis, Executive Director of the Economic Think Tank, the Australia Institute, told a Senate committee looking at the RBA overhaul that, yes, the RBA is independent, but only to a point. And the veto is one of the important checks and balances for the Treasurer to have standing by. We're of the view that for the RBA board to be independent, that independence can be enhanced by having a simple mechanism whereby the parliament can overrule their decisions. Ultimately, the RBA is not independent of the parliament and the parliament could remove it. The parliament could vote to remove the Reserve Bank. Now, if the government of the day strongly disagrees with the RBA, it is better, from our point of view, for the government to be able to publicly overrule that rather than have to privately pressure the RBA. So why not have it overt? And if the independent RBA is overruled by the government, that's okay. The public will know what the RBA's honest view was. The public will know what the government's view was. And this is as it should be. Richard Dennis, their executive director of the Australian Institute. Peter Ryan's still with us. So, Peter, is there a strong case to, you know, do what the review recommends and get rid of the Treasurer's veto? Well, Tom, uh, the main point in the counter-argument is that the veto is archaic going back to 1959, as I mentioned, to uh, much different times, and it's never been used in practice. And most external observers um, would be surprised that the provision exists anyway, and that was one of the major surprises out of the RBA uh, review last year, that um, this provision actually existed, that, that, that a treasurer could veto. But really overriding all of this is a commentary that the Treasurer not having this power to overrule um, really future-proofs the RBA's current independence and prevents any government or any Treasurer from being tempted to intervene down the track. Peter, I've been looking at this all morning, uh, and the numbers are pretty extraordinary. Wall Street's just surging this morning, which, and I've been reading the numbers, but I didn't know this until uh, just a moment ago. It's all about this stock by the name of NVIDIA. What, what's going on there? Why the excitement? 
Well, that's right. If you don't know about NVIDIA uh, now, you should learn a bit more about it. I'm going to tell you about it. NVIDIA makes microchips that are used in artificial intelligence. And uh, NVIDIA has been leading the AI boom. And overnight, NVIDIA delivered on expectations um, that it would triple quarterly revenue. And that saw the tech giant shares rocket by 15%. And Tom, this added... 250 billion US dollars to Nvidia's market value in a single session. So that's pretty mind blowing. Wow. Yeah, Nvidia's yeah. market value is now getting close to being 1.7 trillion US dollars. Now, this means that other companies that are linked to AI have also been rallying on the back of this. And now the boom appears to have a life on its own, though there are concerns that a dangerous bubble might be building, as we saw with the dot-com boom 20 years ago uh, that burst. And as everyone piles in to get a piece of action, there's so much speculation. So heading towards the close, Tom, the tech-heavy Nasdaq is getting close to being 3% higher, 2.9% when I last... Looked yeah, after surging earlier. Yep. The broad S&P 500 up by 2% and the Dow Jones Industrial Average 1% higher. And uh, really, this really has been fueling uh, uh, booms right, or, right around the world in global share markets. And hopefully for anyone listening here, your superannuation fund is exposed to these gains. Yeah, it's a, yeah, an extraordinary story there on Wall Street. Peter, thanks as always. Yabby C, Senior Business Correspondent Peter Ryan with me there in the studio.